Walking Dharma Podcast, the podcast that attempts to demystify classical spiritual teachings and apply them to modern day living. I'm your host, Kristen Coyle. Today's episode is called Rebellion is Your Birthright. And right now I am currently driving through the Mojave Desert with my partner and we are on our way to relocate in Los Angeles and we are almost there. We have been driving from St. Louis, from my family's home, where I've been dropping in with them rather deeply for the last couple of weeks. And if you follow the show, or whether you follow the show or not, you may or may not know that I finally just left Hawaii after living there for seven plus years. And it was a huge leap for me. I have oftentimes used Hawaii as a way to identify my sense of place in the world. And I've always felt very comfortable there. And so there was this very strong urge within me to stay within my comfort zone by staying on the island, which I love so much. But there was a part of me that was becoming very stagnant. And a lot of that was based in the fact that I was feeling a fear that there was nothing else out there for me in this world. I started to feel as if all my life would be, would be what it was so far. And without getting into the details of what exactly that was, let's just say I felt like I hit a creative ceiling there and I was ready to step into the next level of myself. So this brings us up to this moment where we are about ready to pass through Barstow, California, and then head down the hill, so to speak, to the City of Angels. And I'm not going to LA to become famous. I'm not going to LA to chase some imaginary dream but rather I'm going to LA, or should I say we are going to LA to fulfill a creative potential that we feel within ourselves. And I truly feel that one of our main purposes in this life, part of our artha, part of our life's work, if you will, is to fulfill our creative potential. And our creative potential is kind of like levels of climbing a mountain. It's like When you start out in your young adult life, you reach one pinnacle and it feels good for a while to cruise where you are. But suddenly you look up and realize there's so much more and that you've got to keep climbing. And if you keep climbing, it's super gratifying because then you reach another pinnacle and you can see a more vast view of the horizon. And and in that there's more beauty perhaps that the eye can behold, metaphorically speaking. And after a while at that pinnacle, again, you see another plateau or another peak to climb. And it's very fulfilling to climb these creative peaks, so to speak, because it gives us a sense of purpose, gives us a reason to be. And although it's wonderful to drift around aimlessly for a while, that's what I did for much of my late teens and my entire 20s, eventually at least for myself, I began to feel like I needed to really direct my creative energy. And what's the alternative? Let's go there first. When I am not directing my creative energy, there is a tendency to get lost in distractions that may arise. 
there's a tendency when I'm in those distracted states of being to forget my purpose. On the other hand, when I step into my creative flow and I start working towards fulfilling a creative potential, whatever that may be for any of us, could be anything. I start to feel a very strong sense of belonging. And not belonging like I fit in, but belonging as in I'm comfortable within myself. And the thought that if my life were to end tomorrow, would I be content and stoked with the life I lived? And this is a question I ask myself every day. And I think it's good for us to ask ourselves that. If my life were to end, would I be happy with what I have done so far? And although some people might argue it doesn't matter, to me it matters. And I think to a lot of us it matters. Because if we get lost in apathy or spiritual bypass of claiming we think things don't matter when they actually still matter to us, then we become stagnant. So to me, it's really important, this idea that rebellion is our birthright. Because if we always stay par for the course with what we have been told to do, we never even realize that we have creative potential. Because it's all been laid out or force-fed to us from our parents, I love you mom and dad, no offense, from our society, from our education, if you'll call it that. And whenever we're force-fed ideas about what we should be doing in life, like for example, you have to go to college, you need to make a lot of money, settle down, get married, have children, or whatever it may be for you. If you follow that because you're simply not feeling inspired to choose for yourself, then sometimes there is this deep sense of feeling lost. And that feeling of being lost is actually coming from us never finding what our heart's desire truly is. And to me, this is a quintessential aspect of my existence, is to continually check in and say, what is my heart's desire? And how can I live my life in alignment with my heart's desire? And for me, that sometimes comes as rebelling against what I've been told to do. Sometimes that comes in the form of saying, you know what, my dreams are not in alignment with this pre-made recipe for life. And if you feel the same way, then it's only you who can change it. Some of us have excuses. Well, I'll make the change when I have enough money in the bank. Let me tell you, I've had a lot of money in my life and I've also had very little money. And no matter how much money I have had, it never felt like enough. Because I think there's kind of this innate nature in us to always want to gather more, right? It's part of our survival mechanism. And if we wait on doing the things that we feel called to do because we don't feel that we have enough, we have to ask ourselves, is it just that I feel that I don't have enough money to do it? Or is it that I feel that I am not enough, that I am not good enough or capable enough or creative enough to fulfill this potential? to climb that creative peak and to reach that level of fullness within my own expression. 
And the only way we can overcome this feeling of not having enough, especially not enough money, which is a huge excuse I hear all the time from people close to me and from acquaintances. The reality is, if you put your life on hold for not having enough money, you might risk the chance of waiting your whole life to fulfill your dreams. And this is what it boils down to. Rebelling against the pre-made recipe of life is a recipe for creating your own soup, so to speak, your own blend or your own brew for how you want your life to look. And it's really up to each and every one of us to tune in day after day and say, is this in alignment with myself? And sometimes we have to live our karma. We have to live out different aspects of our existence that are happening. Like for example, when I was home last time, just recently, right before we made this drive, one of my close relatives got very injured. And it's pretty hilarious because I just left Hawaii and said, I'm not going to be doing therapeutic massage for a good long while. And here we are in St. Louis, and I'm feeling so happy about not doing therapeutic massage. And then I spent three days in a row massaging my injured relative. And it's just ironic, you know, but there's no coincidences to it. Certain things are karmic. Certain things have to be lived out. So I'm not saying throw, your, throw a fit if you don't get what you want when you try to reach these creative plateaus. But I'm saying never stop trying, meaning continue to make effort in the direction that you want to move. Because one thing I can say for myself, and I hope you can say it too, is that a lot of my dreams have come true with having very little money in the bank. Right now, one of my dreams, I've always had a dream to live in California. Right now, I am literally driving into the sunset towards the Pacific Ocean to live in California. And it's a surreal moment because it's a moment that has been in my heart since the first trip I made to California over 16 years ago, when it felt impossible, like I would never make it happen. And now in this moment, it's happening. And so that brings me to this next point that we cannot expect instant gratification. Because if we expect instant gratification, we make very little effort in the direction of our dreams. And then when we don't get what we want right away, we throw our hands up in the air and we become drones again. We go back to that pre-made recipe for life that's been shoved down our throats since we were old enough to speak our own language. And so I'm inviting every single one of us to tune into the language of your heart. And even if other people don't approve of what you're doing, that doesn't matter as much as do you approve of what you are doing? Do you approve of the direction your life is taking? And if you don't, but you feel like you cannot control or change it, it starts with you. It starts with your attitude towards life. It starts with this idea that you can wake up and see, oh, it's a cloudy day this sucks. Or you can wake up and say, wow, it's a cloudy day. What a perfect day for me to go and tend my garden. And I'm talking metaphorically, even when you wake up in the morning and feel no motivation to get out of bed because you feel like nothing's happening for you. 
Get up anyway and tend your garden. Plant the seeds for what you want to call into your life. Because guaranteed, if you keep watering those seeds, one day they will bloom. And one day, the essence of your dreams, the beauty of everything you've envisioned, it just might happen. But if it doesn't happen, at least you know that you can rest in total fulfillment that you made the best effort possible. And as they say, it's better done than perfect. Because if we're always waiting for that moment when we feel ready, we will never be ready. Rather, take the leap. Your wings will catch you when you do. Thank you so much for listening to Walking Dharma Podcast. Namaste.